Hey podcasters, this is Kevin McCove and you are tuned into the McCove Mindset. I want to take this time to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for continuing to support me and this podcast, everything that I'm doing here. Uh, today's episode is going to be taken from a radio interview that I did with WCHE out of Westchester. Uh, the interviewer is Nicole Zell and hopefully you get to learn a thing or two about me. Thank you again and let's get into it. Uh, Delaware-based artist, pop and R&B artist, Kevin McCove. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, it's been five years since you've been here in the studio. Yeah, we were like, just discussing. You know, but I was like 12 then. Right. Know, so, so five years. Yeah. If you were 12, I was. I don't know how old I was. Probably around the same age. Um, wow, yeah, we were babies. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm just really trying to not throw my age out there. <laughs> no, like. neither, neither am I. Neither am I. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a minute since you've been here. Um, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Both times. Thank yeah, you for yeah. then and thank yeah, you right. now. Yeah. And we did, we did like, remember we did the, the live broadcast? Oh my God, yes. At like at the, the Flash. Flash and, <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> that Thanks. happened. Yeah. I, I forgot about that until you like showed up today. I was like, oh, that's right. I used to do those. Yeah, like, I sh- maybe was, I should do those. <laughs> you should do it. Yeah. You should definitely do it. That was before my band was a band. That was like before the band made sense and stuff. <laughs> right. you know, we were just like, oh, yo, we have a show. Let's. Let's put some people together. Yeah. 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 No, well, <laughs> no, you were hustling back then. You're hustling now. You've always been killing it. Um, but especially, yeah, I've just, it's been really cool to see what you've been up to recently. And um, uh, it, it's been long overdue to have you back in here. So well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were just kind of uh, catching up on 2018. Yes. The year of, t- <laughs> yes. The year you, of destruction. You, you just came, what did you just say? You were like, yeah, three days in, it was just like. Yeah, it was ready. It was just like, are you ready? <laughs> you were you were saying like oh drag yeah. me by the hair or like yeah 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 I was like um, here you go drag drag away you were saying that's why you grew it out yeah <laughs> that's why you grew out the hair yeah no well, that's not why you grew <laughs> not out why I grew out the hair no but, Kevin yes. grew out his hair for a really really amazing purpose which was uh, to donate yeah. it yeah because mm-hmm. I felt like people that had hair like me weren't getting <laughs> any hair donated to like when you go to Locks of Love. There are no people th- with my type of hair. Right. Um, yeah, so. I, that's something you don't think about, but when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, it's just like, it, it's funny because it jumps out at you. Like, as soon as I tell people that, they're like, oh, snap. Like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Right. So, it's it's just time consuming. Like, yeah. I didn't know. And the strange thing is, is that, you know, when, like, when girls get their hair cut, sometimes they're like, oh, my God, I needed an inch cut off. And they took off four inches and they're crying. It's like, oh, yes. no, this is horrible. I totally understand now because I'm like, the amount of time it takes to grow right? this stuff. Yes. Like, how long have you been growing it? This is two years. So I've been growing my hair for two years. Whoa. Yeah. This is a commitment. Super oh commitment. Gosh. Like super commitment. And it felt like the first, well, the first year I kept like getting it trimmed. Like I was getting a trim, getting a trim, getting a trim. So it, it felt like it wasn't growing fast. Right. And then my mom was like, you know, you only have to trim it when the ends are like dead. <laughs> you know, like, you don't have to like keep trimming right. it every, so yeah. Then when I let it grow, it was like, oh snap, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting long. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's actually, it's long enough to donate now. It's like over 10 inches. W- what are you going to go to? I don't know. Yeah. I think I think that I'll probably at least get it out to like 14 or 15. Whoa. Just so that that way when I cut it off and I donate it, I don't have to immediately go back down to like no hair. Exactly. You know, I'm like, oh, OK, I have a little bit of hair left. Right. And if I wanted to grow it out again 
or just do something different. I have something to work with. Exactly. So if I cut it all off, it's done. I'm like, nah, no more. That would be a huge change considering it's been years now. Yeah. But, you know. Years so. now. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, sorry. I just totally got distracted. That's okay. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we digress except for everything for music. Um, let's talk about music. Yeah. So, uh what have you been up to for like recently with music? Um, writing, a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much all that I really do now. I, I don't really perform out much at all um, these days. Just writing, writing That's for the dream. other artists, <laughs> writing for uh, like TV and advertising commercials. Nice. Um, wow. Yeah, that type of stuff. And it keeps you busy. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. That's amazing. It's it's a cool. It's really cool. It was a, it's a different shift. I mean, I always wrote. I wrote my own music. Right. You know, and right. It's a natural progression. Yeah. Well, it was like I was writing literally like hundreds of songs a year. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, OK, I wrote like 300 songs, 400 songs in a year. Right. And then I would just have them sitting in my computer doing nothing. So I got, got a little more tactical. And like, well, what do I do with all these songs that I've been writing and. Then with the internet and you know Instagram, Facebook, and all the social media, all just all the digital content that's out, there's just so many opportunities for music placement. Um, and then it turned out that music placement happens to be um, a lucrative endeavor yeah. if it's something that you get into. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's it's cool. Do you, do you produce all your own stuff too in your no, studio? No, most of my stuff is like pretty much all of it is produced by a guy. His name is Ryan Knock. Okay. Um, and he's always been like the guy that I've worked with. So like since yes. the beginning, that's right. been my right hand dude. So I just nice. you know write and sing. Yeah. But the production stuff, I co-produce on everything, but he's like the dude. Right. You know, he right. like knows all the sounds and the yeah. arrangements and all that kind of stuff. He's like, nah, that should go like this. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. And he's from the Delaware area? Nah, he's from New York. Oh, so you yeah, up there. Yep. Whoa. But we do a lot of stuff like um, just over the internet. Right. I talk to him. It's like he's like my girlfriend of sorts because I talk to him every day. Really. It's, it's like I talk to him every day. When I don't talk to him for a day, I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? It's what like happened in your life? How are right. you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you work with someone so frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good to have a good relationship with the person that you work with as a business partner. That's really what it is. You know, it's he runs the production side of things and I do the vocal and uh, writing side of stuff. And then we're both active on like the pitching. It's nice when you have pitching happening from another angle as well um definitely helps you win more opportunities that's awesome you sound you guys sound like a really good team yeah that is super cool yeah um i want to play uh yes definitely which uh when did you release this this came out maybe in like august i've been releasing music this was the first so i hadn't released music in a long time well not like a long time but just not consistently really um and so i I think I put this song out in like August and it was the first single from like the Black Heart Club series. Mm-hmm. And I've been releasing music every Wednesday since. Nice. So I put out a single a week. Wow. Um, and tell me about that. The Black Heart Club. Um, it's just like it was a 2018 was a crazy year for me. <laughs> you know, it was like very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to give people something that they felt like they could be a part of. So actually mm-hmm. on like Instagram, um, what I did was I created a whole bunch of different groups of people. I called them pods. Um, and in each one, I connected groups of people that I thought 
would vibe well together because if I did a show or anything, I wanted those people to be able to come out and feel like they already knew someone. Cause I would notice like people be like, Oh, like, you know, I wanted to come to that show, but I couldn't get my friend to come or my girlfriend couldn't make it. My boyfriend couldn't come or, and they didn't want to like come out alone, which I right. totally get. Um, so this way I kind of eliminated that and gave people a reason to be like, Oh, like, yo, we're all going and they're like a set. But then for that set to be, so I had like special merch for each group. So wow. if you noticed all the singles, they're all the same theme yes. of black art club, but right. all of the art is different. It's different. The yeah. merch is like that too. It's private. Only 10 people in each group have a specific type of merch so when they show up to a show and they wear their merch then the aha of like how did you get that shirt when i have this one like it all happens then and it creates more of like a cohesive unit it's a club for them right yeah so. wow that is a really cool concept thanks that is lots of hours of dedication and and, and uh, you know, it really was it really? really wasn't it was just like what would i want mm, like yeah. you know like what, what would i want i want to i want to be a part of something yeah you know absolutely. so that's really kind of what it became wow we have a lot to talk about i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah tell me you've been like you've been Doing a lot, not just writing, not just with music. Um, you've been, we were just saying, you go to schools and, and give talks and uh, speeches. You've been doing a lot of videos on social media about um, entrepreneurial and artistic endeavors and yeah. how to make money doing what you love. I saw you just did a video um, talking to Jeremy and Gail from Gable yeah. Music Ventures. We all love Jeremy and Gail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So tell me about that and when you started doing all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so I started talking at schools actually like six years ago. Um, the first school that I spoke at was like an elementary school ish that went up to like fifth grade. And I had a friend, I had like just graduated college, you know, recently. And I had a friend who did and they got a teaching job and they're like, Hey, my students, I can't reel them in. Mm. You know, like I, I'm not they were having a disconnect finding what their kids were interested in. They weren't interested in like the classical music that they were trying to teach them. Right. And he's like, oh, like, you know, you are in the world of things that they enjoy. Um, and at that time, I had like been working on some projects writing for some major artists. Yeah. Um None of which songs got purchased or anything, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. um, that was, you know, it was a cool experience for me at that time. Right. And so, yeah, I came into the school, I talked to them and, um, they vibed, you know, like they really vibed with it. And I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. I want to go to a couple of more schools and just kind of talk about what it was, except at that time, I don't think I was really, really ready. And I was still doing like my fundraisers and stuff for the boys and girls club. So as long as I was still doing like some community involvement, that's what mattered to me. Then after some opportunities had kind of hit and I felt like I had enough experience and like cool stuff to say, you know, right, yeah. like, um, I, yes, I went to my high school first. Like I went to my high school Dover high. Um, and I started like talking in classrooms. So like the first time I went there, I was like, Oh, here you go. Here's a class. And you can talk to him. And I talked to him for like 30 minutes. And then it was like during a career pathways day. And after the first class, there were like loads of kids trying to come into my class and they were turning them away. So the next year they were like, Hey, um, kids said that they wanted to see you. So we gave you the auditorium wow. and I had a packed auditorium. And that's when it like, turned into something else because fortunately for me, one of the, like the board of education, their son 
was at the meeting and came home was like, oh, my God, there was this guy. And I loved it. And she called me. Actually, she got my information, called me. and was like, hey, I never um, my son's never come home excited about school like this before. Wow. Uh, come to the board meeting. She's the president of the Board of Education. She's like, come to the board and I'm going to give you 15 minutes to talk. So she gave me 15 minutes. I did like a, hey, look, this is what I do kind of thing. And before I know it, I was speaking to the whole district. And then that branched itself into some other schools throughout the state. And it just turned into something cool. You wow. know, like it turned into something cool where I really feel like, wow, I can offer some value hmm. to these kids. And because it's important. You yeah. know, I felt like, man, I wish that there was just so much stuff I wish I knew um, going into music, being someone who was interested in music and, and not really receiving what I would call the proper education in music. Like, I don't I don't use any of the knowledge of music from like 500 years ago, like right. today, you know, right. it's like, oh, that's right. not important. Why are we throwing that down kids throats? They really need to understand, like, what is a copyright? That's probably important to them. What is a Absolutely. PRO? You know, how do I get my music on TV? How do I, like those things are important to them? Not like. Do you know how to like what is Opus 12 Movement 6? Okay, that's great. How do I make money with that information, though? Right. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So what is one of the coolest stories, like takeaway stories of of a kid that came up to you, if you're able to say? Yeah, I already know. Yeah. Like off the because I mean, Mm -hmm. it was powerful for me. I was at an elementary school and it was like part of the politics of being able to be in this district in their high school and get their middle school. It was like, Hey, you're also going to tour our middle schools and just do like a pop-up show for, or our elementary schools and do a pop-up show for them. Cause you can't really talk so much to elementary school kids. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do that. And this little girl came up to me and she was, she was maybe in like first or second grade. And I had had a Q and a, you know, for the kids, they could ask me like different questions. And she came up afterwards when we're like breaking all of the equipment down. And she's like, Hey, like, you know, I wanted to ask you a question. Her teacher's with her. And I'm like, yeah, what is it? She's like, um, if I wanted to have my own hair salon, do you think I could do it? And I was like, of course you can. And she literally like, she, she was like this far away, like as far as we are apart, like more than arm's length. She went from there and like ran over to me and gave me the biggest hug, like where I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's so strong. It's like so powerful because you're you don't think it's that important. Right. Just telling some kid like, yeah, you can do anything you want to do like that. Um, But you never know that the the pillars in their life, like their parents or uncles or whoever it is, their network, they may not have any support. Right. They may have no one telling them that they can do something or they may feel like it's not possible. Um, so when if you can give them that little bit like that's it's an amazing thing. So that's priceless. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's wild. Wow. That is so cool. And you still do that. Yeah, I was just at Woodbridge. Yeah. Um, an amazing school. They have a lot of stuff. I was at like Dover High um, a couple of weeks before then, which is you know, my older school. We are, were actually able, um, one of the artists that I bring with me to just add value to the performance, um, his name is Royal. He was signed to Atlantic mm. a few years ago and then, you know, he got shelved and yeah. then lost his deal. And, you know, so it's, it's a good experience to even hear that yeah to tell the kids um but we were able to talk to a group of kids who were like hey like i want to make music i want to record and it's like none of them even knew how to get their music on like soundcloud 
none of them knew how to like, Hey, they never had an opportunity to record any music because they don't have any equipment. It's not like it's even in the schools. Um, so we're able to rent out a studio and, and get them a session, get these kids a session where they could record for the first time. And, and it's like, that's cool. It's nice to be able to do stuff like that for these kids to feel like, you know, I can do, I can do something. I can follow my dreams. I can yeah. pursue a passion. Um, and getting them to think about things in like a scalable way. I hear all the time where people, Oh, like, you know, have a plan B or whatever. I'm like, I don't subscribe to it. And I'm not saying that it's for everyone. Right. But me personally, I don't subscribe to that because I think that if you have a plan B, that's actually your plan A. Mm-hmm. Because yep. the reason you're why you're falling, you're not putting 110 in. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's not even that you won't put 110 percent in. I think it's like you know that Plan B works. Mm-hmm. That's why it's your fallback because yep. you know that it doesn't fail, which means that it's your Plan A. Mm-hmm. You know, like yep. you're counting on that to work, and you're not counting on what your quote unquote dream is. So your dream is actually your Plan B, right? Hopefully, it works. Yeah. You know, right. like, you exactly. know. So it's like, no, you can just. You can make it work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, you, you can make it work. Um, right. And getting them to think about it. Like I, so many kids, it's like they're the and, and not just kids, but adults to their mm. parents, their support system. Um, it's you're either going to be a broke artist. You're going to be a couple of tiers above that, which is like a teacher. Mm-hmm. Right. And then or you're going to be a, like Chris Brown, like you're yeah, going to be a superstar. Right. right? And you're going to be a millionaire. There's and they no miss between. all of the spaces in between yep. where it's like, yo, what is that number for you? Mm-hmm. I had a kid tell me he's like, yo, I want to make it. And I'm like, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? You know, he's like, oh, like, you know, I just I want to make it. I'm like, yeah, but why? And when he really sat down to think about it, he was like, oh, I want to buy my mom a house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's awesome. How much money do you think you need to buy your mom a house? It's like, I don't know, like 100K, 100 grand. I'm like, all right. So that's the number. Like, that's what you need to figure out how to make a hundred thousand dollars. And he's like 15 years old. It's like, you realize that if you only made $20,000 a year for the next five years and you just stayed living at home and didn't like get any bills, you could buy your mom that hundred thousand dollar home. Yeah. You know, like and he never even thought about it that way where it's like, yo, you can kill that. Sh- you can right. do that. You know, like with music, <laughs> yep, with, yep. with music, you can figure that out. Yeah. You can figure out how to make 20 grand a year. You can mm-hmm. figure out how to make. And if you figure out how to make 20 a year, you'll figure out how to do 25. You'll figure out how to do 40. You'll mm-hmm. figure out how to do you Just keep. Yeah. Once you figure it out, you're like, oh, yeah, let me add on a little more. Let me put a little more right. sauce on that. Yeah. So <laughs> can I please come to one of these like talks? <laughs> I need to, I, I need to like see this. this yeah. Well, I have a podcast that's going to be coming out. I was going to say, um, I saw that and too. Hopefully yeah. okay. it will help to provide a lot of value for, for other entrepreneurs, for musicians, just people in general, right. you know, hopefully it will help to provide a little perspective. It's called the McCove mindset. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it'll be like really in like a week. Wow. Um, I wanted to like stockpile a bunch of episodes yeah. up front, like so I could front load yeah. and yep. not have to be stressed out exactly. about like, Oh, do I have enough content to last me? Um, so McCove so mindset, McCove mindset. And where are you going to release it? You're just going to release it'll be it on, on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, iTunes, yep. like the podcast, the podcast. thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and SoundCloud. Awesome. Oh, I so, can't yeah. wait to start listening to that. That's Thanks. amazing. Uh, and then is that when you when you go into schools, you call it the McCove mindset? That's what you present? No, that's no. actually the Dream, Believe, Achieve oh. school tour. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. So. That's awesome. Um, we got to play another song. We yeah. like, got so busy just talking about all this because it's so awesome. Do you want to play Risk It All? Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me what this song is about? Yeah. It's, um, well, it was inspired by a meme. 
Um, actually, like 90% of the songs that were in the Black Heart Club series were inspired by memes because I was hit, I hit like a spell where I was like, oh, I need to find inspiration. And then I started writing songs about memes. And all the songs I wrote that had like meme inspiration to me, at least, were really good. And so I was like, yo, I'm out here looking for memes. So you know the meme? It's like the couple and there's like a girl in the forefront yes, walking yes, back and the yes, guy's looking right. back. And so I saw that meme and it was like, finna risk it all. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm writing a song called Risk It All. And it's about that meme. Like, it's not like I drew from a, a real actual right, experience, right. but that inspired it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that got it going. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where can people go to get this music, by the way? Um, iTunes or Spotify or where, pretty much wherever you listen to music. It exists there. Yeah. It, it, it exists, exists there. Yeah. <laughs> there even is even though I'm waiting on Pandora, if anyone from Pandora happens. I mean, listening like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, come on, Just, speed it up. Like, get, yeah, you started releasing this stuff like six months ago. Yeah, like, like what, what are y'all doing? I sent them the, I sent them, you know, like the request. And literally when I check it, like, whenever I check it, it's like, um, still processing. I like, still brought, what are y'all doing? I think you should go in there and start running Pandora. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But hey, um, sorry. You I'm go actually going to approve music. No, like, yeah. <laughs> You just approve yours and you quit. Yeah, pretty much. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be so selfish. I know, like I know, I know you would not. I'd, I'd be like, yo, it. everybody DM me really quick. I need to know who the green light. Like, <laughs> we getting it in. Um, so we didn't even get to talk. We would, would you just like talked forever about the um, the school thing and the podcast and stuff. And um, uh, I, we didn't even get the chance to talk about what I mentioned earlier, which you, you've been posting these videos like almost every week, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no r rhyme or reason. Just, <laughs> just do it like when you do it. Posting yeah. when I post. Yeah, exactly. You're having but. really, uh, really great conversations and discussions in these videos. I hope that people who listen to it feel that way. You know, I just, you I hope that I'm bringing value to someone that someone can just hear it and be like, "Wow, I didn't think of it that way," or "Yes, that has motivated me to go do this," or you know, whatever it is, just to bring value. Yeah, for real. You are, which, by the way, yeah. What are your your social media so people can go check out your music and, and everything um, else you're doing? Everything is at Kevin McCove, like just at Kevin McCove. That's perfect. Yeah, it's. I was fortunate to have a name that no one else has. <laughs> like, right? Oh, it's all yeah. about getting that handle. Yeah, Yo, if your so name is hard. John Smith, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Look, my handle is at underscore underscore happy face smiley face. Like, yeah, horrible. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it, it is nice to. I know I have friends actually that are really stressed out sometimes about like, oh, I'm trying to get the handle down to like just my name with mm -hmm. no underscores or there's a market there, by the way, for anyone. Right. Yeah. Because let me tell you, Instagram does not respond. No, no, not at all. There's no, a whole don't. bunch of like just fake account, not even yep. fake accounts, but people uh, hold them kind of like the dot com thing. accounts. Exactly. Yeah. Where people yeah. hold them and they're waiting for someone to DM them and be like, look, I'll. I'll pay you a hundred dollars yeah. to give me the name. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you want to play? Do you want to do? Uh, we have time for one more. So, which song would you want to play? Um, well, there's one song about drinking. Okay. And there's another song about um, like not giving up on yourself. So mm. I'll let you pick. 
How about the not giving up on yourself? Okay. You that one? Yeah, let's do okay. it. <laughs> Which one I is that? I didn't know that? he was trying to turn up, so no. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, I, wait, is that Hope I Remember? Yes. Is that the one that, I feel like that might be, that'd be a good way to end it, right? Oh, well, Hope I Remember is the drinking song. Oh, well, yeah, ordinary I guess my thing. gut feeling was <laughs> Yeah, right, no, maybe. Hope I Remember is more of like a oh. hangover oh, type right. of. right, okay. Yeah, like, wow, I okay. really hope that I didn't, yeah, right. I hope I remember this blackout <laughs> rager, but. Yeah, ordinary thing. Ordin- which hopefully yeah. blackout ragers are not ordinary things for you. Otherwise, they're not. There's no. a number that you can call. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, ordinary thing. Yeah. So what? Is, yeah. Tell me a little bit about what this is. Um, it's just about like wanting to quit, mm. like really dealing with a lot of the emotions. I want to quit. 2018, like we had talked about, was like a really tough year for me. Yeah. Um, I lost my dad mm. like four days into the year. So my oh birthday my was on the third. I lost my dad on the fourth, and then <sighs> my mom had a stroke right after that. Because of grief, and then I'm so uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I remember seeing you post something about that. It but. sucked. Then my daughter was in like she started to have a lot of problems with school, so mm. there were issues there. Then my girlfriend and I broke up. Then my grandmother died. That like it was like one hit yeah. after the other. So I, when 2018 was over, I was like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Next. <laughs> like, Next. Yep. Yeah. Did Did you just feel a weight lifted off your shoulders like the second it turned midnight? Uh, symbolically, I think so. Yes. I right. think symbolically, yes. Like, did I know it was just another day or whatever? Exactly. Yeah, but, but no, there's something different about this year. You yes, can feel exactly. it. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's a way different vibe. Yeah. Way different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way just way chiller. Just yeah. like, thank you, 2019. That's, I feel like that's really why I've been chill. But yeah. Yes. So I've really felt... I've, Mm. I, I kind of felt like quitting. Yeah. I really felt like, ah, you know, I've, uh, I could quit because I'm tired. Like yeah. I was just emotionally drained, mentally but, like, drained. It sounds like it, every aspect of your life was just, yeah. So where I felt like I need, like with. music, don't get me wrong. Music has blessed me. Music has blessed my life. Um, it has given me a lot. Uh, but it is also a difficult business. It's very hard. Um, and if you want it to bless you, like you kind of get in what you put out or, you get out what you put in. Yeah. Right. So, you know, so you got to put in a lot. Yeah. Um, and that can be draining. It is not the same type of draining of like, hey, I woke up today. I went into a building. I did some activity. I know that a paycheck is coming for me doing that activity and rinse, wash, repeat. Like, yeah, not saying that people who have those jobs aren't stressed, but there is a different type of stress when you have to worry about how your money is going to come in every single day. Um, it's different. Yeah. And. I was like, do I really want to deal with that stress anymore? I was tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you listen to the lyrics of the song, you know, you'll understand. You know, I think everyone has been in that space where they've been down on themselves. Um, and you really have to be careful with the thoughts that you put into your mind. You know, like the things that you tell yourself are. They're serious, mm-hmm. you know, so you kind of have to be careful what you start getting the habit of saying to yourself. Um, so if you're like, oh, I'm tired and this is a lot and then you are going to be tired and it is going to be a lot and you will want to quit. Um, so you have to be conscious of that. Um, and this song kind of talks about that. Wow. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Nicole. I'm sorry it took so long and let's, let's make sure it doesn't take as long as it did. (laughs) I'll see see you in five years. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, that, that, I don't even want to think about five, five years. We'll be old, now, right? Yeah. <laughs> then we will be old. Yes, yes then right. we will be old. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, just um, I'm I'm happy that you didn't quit and that you keep going. And thank you for sharing your story, not only here, um, but just in every avenue that you do, and in your art, and in your music, and and in speaking to to people. Seriously, thank, thank you. you. That wraps up another episode of the McCove Mindset Podcast. If you appreciated any of the information in the discussion today, please rate, comment, and subscribe. Every bit of support is appreciated. And I want to continue to bring you content that will enhance your career, your life, and your overall mindset. So, again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you soon.